guys. This is uh, part three, Crisis Core uh, reunion. We're going to do this kind of spoiler talking about the uh, story. We've kind of had our thoughts about the gameplay and, and some thoughts about story, but this time we're going to kind of go a deeper dive um, today. I have uh, Behemoth. I have something to say. Just need a couple minutes if Put you don't something mind. Off your chest or what? What's up, man? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. let me. Uh, I wrote it down. Give me one second. Okay, okay. cool, 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 cool. When the war of the beasts brings about the world's end, the goddess descends from the sky. Wings of light and dark spread afar. She guides us to bliss, her gift everlasting. Loveless. Prologue. Infinite in mystery is the gift of the goddess. We seek it thus and take it to the sky. Ripples form on the water's surface. The wandering soul knows no rest. Loveless, Act One. There is no hate, only joy. For you are beloved by the goddess, hero of the dawn, healer of worlds. Dreams of the morrow hath the shattered soul. Pride is lost, wings stripped away, the end is nigh. Loveless, Act Two. My friend, do you fly away now? To a world that abhors you and I? All that awaits you is a somber morrow, no matter where the winds may blow. My friend, your desire is the bringer of life, the gift of the goddess. Even if the morrow is barren of promises, nothing shall forestall my return. Loveless, Act Three. My friend, the fates are cruel. There are no dreams. No honor remains. The arrow has left the bow of the goddess. My soul, corrupted by vengeance, hath endured torment to find the end of the journey. In my own salvation and your eternal slumber, legend shall speak of sacrifice at world's end. The wind sails over the water's surface quietly. But surely, loveless act four, even if the morrow is barren of promises, nothing shall forestall my return to become the dew that quenches the land, to spare the sands, the seas, the skies. I offer these this silent sacrifice. Loveless act five, my contribution. Wow. Wow. Did you, uh... Did you write that? Um, no, I didn't write any of that. <laughs> That's all this game is about, though. <laughs> oh, this poem. Okay. Yeah. Can, okay. Can we maybe can we take a second before we start our model story? Can we talk about the poem? Like, just can we just focus on the poem for a second. I mean, start with that. I mean, sorry, the act, the the play, the play. Yeah. The right. Play. Okay. So it's a it's a play, right? Okay. So it's a play. Why don't we see the characters go to the play, or like? You know, I guess that would have had more impact with me and on the story. Like, I, I guess I like understand why Genesis is so obsessed with it because it's like his, it's like his like his life kind of like being told out in like a poem, basically. <laughs> his mantra. It was his mantra, right? And so, part. and so, like, I, I guess I get that, but yeah. like, why aren't we seeing the play? Like, it's just, it's just kind of like it. I don't really understand that. I mean, budget reasons is easier. It's easier just have yeah, cutscenes lighting and everything. <laughs> this is a bit a big deal. No, I get what you mean. Like it would have added 
Well, I mean, okay, well, even through... just like even a scene of like, okay, so it seems like all of the characters of of this game have no Loveless or at least Seth Roth and Jill, Genesis and Zach. They all know what Loveless is. Like it would amaze. And they're somewhat into it because they they put up with him fucking right. Oh, like that whole scene in the, in the beginning when they're training and like he's like sitting there reading from his book. Right. It's like they're it's not like, just like Genesis shut the fuck up. No, they're they're like, they're like they're they're this thing. Huh. Yeah. Right. It's like it's this thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, so we he, like he, it. He does that. So so yeah. So anyway, I guess I don't, it would have made it would have made a little more impact if it would have showed the bros going to the play and being like you know whoa we've got well, a sensitive, like, whoa, we got a sensitive side too. What's going on here? You know. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's just, it's fucking terrible. I don't know why. I just find it so difficult that a character, I mean, whenever the play came out, yeah, his character then latched onto this and made it about their entire life. Right. And, and then for, then pushed every scenario in every situation to fit this narrative that fits in this play right his, granted i know it's a story it's a story beat and it's like a uh it's like a mechanism for the to like a, a irony that the story is the same but like this character is so one-dimensional it's ridiculous yeah it's his it's his way of life i mean it's almost like it's like a kid you know they see they see something they're so heavily influenced by it and that becomes like part of their persona for like a short time and <laughs> just <laughs> yeah it kind of does remind you of something like that doesn't it right it's just uh it's funny because i heard everyone talk about like seven remake and then they're just hoping that they weren't gonna have genesis or loveless like i because i had never really played through this game originally and got that far or honestly didn't remember too much of it um everyone was so against having genesis or or even talking about loveless and now i completely understand why because it's just like every time it's on i mean cause, because it's every scene with them it's not like it's not like it's just one scene where he reads the whole thing, which would be more bearable. It's like, it's his whole character. It's his character. So about character, about Genesis. So there was a game back in the day called Chaos Legion. Oh, wow. And this game came out before. That looks like Genesis. Exactly. Yes, it does. So if you played this game, we'll pass it around. Oh, he just whipped it out of his backpack, everyone. <laughs> Chaos Legion, PS2. So this game, it's, it's a lot of poetics in this game, and it follows a very gothic theme with that, but I feel that Genesis was a hard pull from Capcom. Release. Really? So this game was released in. Let me pull it up here. So this Came game was re- Chaos Legion was released uh, March sixth, two thousand three, and uh, Crisis Core was released September thirteenth, two thousand seven. And there was a lot of, a lot of character pull from this and the, yeah. the in the the, the 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 boss. They it's, it's, seriously, it's kind of. It's kind of it reminded deep. you, like when you were playing, did it bring you back to it then? Or? Well, absolutely. I'm like, I know this from somewhere. Yeah, that character. I know this, this character does. Somewhere. This character does look a lot like Genesis. Yep. And it's like that weird gothic poetic thing that they pull a lot from the two characters, the antagonist and the protagonist. It's really like, I guess maybe when I look at it up close, it's not super identical. He's got the red hair though. He's got the red hair, hair and far, just the, far the away. Outfit and everything. He's I just kind of, figure he's kind of he's got the the outfit and like the build definitely look familiar mm-hmm. the hair is a little little more red but yeah it's it's pretty similar so you can you can just definitely see i mean i mean we all know and it's it's known that genesis is a very divisive character just because of like who he looks like in real life and that his character basically is a is the poem he is loveless he is the 
protagonist of Loveless, and so he personifies his life that way. But like in this game, I think I remember literally two lines where he did not recite the poem, and they were original thought. And I was like, okay, maybe he's got something going on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, maybe he's gonna start speaking like a normal human being. Right. Yeah, maybe it's not Genesis. Maybe it's not his fault, and maybe it's the people who wrote him. You know, maybe he's not such a bad guy. <laughs> but if you look up like on YouTube, his you look up Loveless recite whatever. There's four and a half minutes. He's that means he's only in the game for like four and a half minutes of dialogue, and he is that polarizing in this whole game that it just like <laughs> it's like an eternity actually. I don't know. Like, yeah, it felt longer than that. Right. I think it's it's interesting. Like the first thing that we're talking about is is Genesis because I think that that's telling on just how much it kind of poisoned this game's overall plot and and just I don't know vibes. It kind of kills things. Like overall, I think how does everyone feel about Zach? Like I think like. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I guess we can kind of return back to like the game and story itself, but kind of the way it starts out, the prologue with Zach. I, I do like the way it starts. Like the simu- it's like, simulation. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> it's really similar to like FF7's mm-hmm. beginning. Riding the train. And it's like, you know, kind of like a flashback. And it's like, okay, this is nice. It's just kind of like giving me some familiar vibes from like the original game. Um, but then, yeah, then it's, it's simulation and all that. And, um, you know, you get to kind of you get to kind of see like Soldier and um, Zach's already in Soldier when the game starts. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would have been nice to see maybe like his life before Soldier and like yeah. how, why he wanted to join Soldier. Right. I kind of feel like he's in Soldier and then he kind of figures out what he wants to do in Soldier, and which I thought was interesting because it's like. Like, I don't, why did you sign up? Because, like, as far as I understand, Soldier's, like, an elite. Honor and dreams, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace your genes. Well, Soldier Remember is. your honor. <laughs> well, because Soldier, I mean, it's not. It's, it's an elite, it's an elite warrior group from, like, but Shinra's it, infantry, But is it elite right? or is it elite only until you get to first class? From what I understand, it seems like. It's elite overall. It seems it's elite overall. Because right, there's different class. Yeah, there's right. third class, second class, first class, and then there's hero i guess which is what this game introduces i think because that's what they said seth roth is a hero that's what zach wants to be that's what he says at the beginning of the game you want to be a hero Mm. and like that's like his dream yeah and so like i i don't know i guess i I was just a little confused at like like it just kind of took a lot of assumptions that we like already understood and i I granted this game came out after Fantasy 7 so i think that's why it might feel a little weird as a prequel because it's like it's made with like the thought that you already you've already played the like yeah what what happens after the game right so i don't know i guess i'm looking at it as like a prequel and i just i just feel like it just doesn't just doesn't really start off all that well i feel like it it could have made me i like i definitely like zach as a character and i felt like i grew to like him but i felt like i didn't really get to know like his reasons you know you know, for for joining or like being a part of Shinra, and it seems like he starts to question that himself, like, like through like halfway through the story or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It would have been nice to see him like in his like hometown and like growing up and like yeah. joining Shinra. I mean, granted, they have to show us a lot, but I don't Cause, know. Yeah, and it's just like they don't have the the time or, I mean, they they just don't. Because I mean, story wise, it's like really it just feels like this game is kind of like a lot of its content is just in that the extra missions. I mean, you can cruise this thing through this pretty fast whereas like ff7 normal you could you get cloud's backstory they can flesh things out a lot more where this yeah it's more of um just kind of a 
I don't know, shallow kind of view to Zach's life. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, I mean, it only took me 11 hours to beat the game, and I just blazed through it, but, like, the game definitely greatly improves with the new voice acting over the original PSP port, um, just because, I mean, the characters kind of feel like there's more character to them. Kind of fits with the 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 modern style of the f- way Final Fantasy characters are portrayed. I mean, I would say, like, 10 was, like, the beginning of, like, modern final fantasy characters and they all kind of have that uh upbeat lighthearted, comical vibe but which can very ser- quickly turn into like a serious tone i mean zach's character voice- just main characters yeah i mean zach's voice i thought was part, yeah. much better uh genesis is not too different but the at least at the english actor they definitely put their heart into that um, well, it's it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, is it is it the actor, or is it the material, and like it's hard to to gauge that sometimes when it's just like, don't fault. I think people are dogging on Zach for his acting, but it's like, okay, but honestly, the game isn't written very well, or his no. the lines he's given and the type of character no. he is early on is kind of grating, so I can see why people are against it. But honestly, they, there may be something about that people prefer the original voice actor. I I, I can't speak on because I don't remember the. The, the first the first game too much but well and for this game they they had to reinstall the voice of cloud from the current current phase with cody christensen voicing all and Sephiroth. Th- yeah and Sephiroth co- voicing all facets of those characters so that they'll fit in with the narrative now so yeah so um yeah the game started with the kind of vr um simulation and then they end up um Kind of going to Wutai, um, kind of fairly quickly. That was like the first mission, I think. I like that. that. Was probably I like that. Yeah, for sure. The word, like, yeah, that part right there, that was exciting because that was like, you know, it's like, oh, but this is like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you really get into it. But then, well, know. well, I liked it because it was like, okay, it's a, it's a part of the original game that you get to go to and check out, but it, you don't really get to see <clears throat> the city as like, you know. With like soldiers and stuff like that, it kind of seems like all that's passed by the time you go to Utai in, in the original game. Um, so it was cool to see that, and then obviously see the see Yuffie show up. And um, is the whole history? Because I I should know, but is the whole history of like Utai and like the war like with Shinra like is that actually something that was in the original game, or is that something they introduced yeah. with Crisis Core and then they kind of fleshed they, out in remake now? Yeah, I think they they referenced it. Okay. In, in the remember. original game, yeah. and I think they talked about. I think if, you, especially if you did like the side quest with with Yuffie, I think she talks about like the war and and whatnot. War with Shinra. And... They definitely flesh it out more in remake. Like yeah. it's not as prevalent. I mean, the Turks are more prevalent in the original seven. Did, I don't know if I actually picked this up either. Why did they go to war? Just because Shinra wanted their land for Mako or something, and. They didn't want to give it up, kind of thing. Or... It's all about Mako. I would everything. Mako, Mako. Yeah, I don't. Mako. That's a good question. I, I honestly, chat. Let us don't... know Mako or Mako. I think. It, well, they say Mako in the game. Don't oh, they? then it's Mako. I always called it Mako growing up, but they so say Mako. I. Yeah. Um. But then we're also well before that, but we're introduced to kind of Angel and kind of find the backstory between Angel and Genesis, where they were childhood friends. And Genesis, Genesis, uh, Genesis Rhapsodos. Uh, his last name. He's the the mayor's son. Rhapsody. Uh, and 
There's a whole thing about the dumb apples. Yeah, dude, he invented That's the white weird. juice. Yeah. That part is weird. And then I, I was also wondering, and I and I did like that, you know, at the end they finally took a bite of the apple, but I was like, when is someone going to take out bite out one of those damn apples? They're right. holding it the whole time. I felt like that inside that thing, story went on way too long. Yeah, that was a little weird. And why, what, what, was, what was the point of what's it? With the, why, what's, it, what's with the dumb apple? <laughs> why is it called the dumb apple? I think, you know, maybe in relation to, like, religion, maybe the temptation of, you know, eating well, that was but, the whole thing. It was yeah, right. Uh, I know, but I mean, like, he was a child prodigy, and he was the inventor of the white juice that came from the dumb apple. So Genesis was yeah, yeah. Like the, like the little desk where it like shows off his right. Oh, his awards. Yeah, it's like stuff. the one time you get to find out some of his backstory. And <laughs> oh, he, he makes apple juice. Yeah, it's like what? Apple. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wonder, like, if Genesis was actually cool at one point, and then he saw Loveless, and it just fucked him up. It's like right. your, your friend that. That was really cool, and then they got into drugs, and you just you don't hang out with them anymore. <laughs> like, well, uh, it, it also sounds like, how did Genesis end up into Soldier? Did they did they like force him to be into Soldier or well, something? I well, can't, no, I can't they remember. They were all creations, right? They were all creations. So this, so this backstory, how did they live as kids? Were they like adopted, and then they were like, I guess I don't really understand the whole like. Are they, progression are they from ba- the test tube babies well sephiroth is test tube baby. Test, sephiroth for sure and but genesis, genesis is... and, and Jill, i thought weren't though was genesis no. but they came from the mother right remember the well, mother and, and Jill was born from his mother who was inject and in, she was injected with pure s cells yeah or yeah s cells or G cells. G cells yeah g cells yeah. it's like resnable and so he was born differently <laughs> genesis <laughs> Genesis was like a creation from G cells, and then Sephiroth was the was created from S cells based off those monsters in there. So they all were created three separate experiments, and they found out that Sephiroth was like the perfect being, and so they probably were like adopted in. Well, I mean, Angel wasn't, but Genesis probably was adopted or had some kind of fake parents that were working for Shinra and so he was just like he lived his life but it sounds like he was like you know a prodigy a genius so he was always under the in the spotlight mm-hmm. okay well then they explained the origin of the buster sword at that point too which I didn't remember at all which kind of this is like I mean this is honestly it's like the it's like the Star Wars prequel where it kind of just fucked things up like where it's like it makes it worse honestly because it's like knowing that the Buster Sword, this iconic weapon, was like, yielded by Angeo, who's just a total douchebag. Yeah. It's just, it makes it a little worse. You don't um, like Angeo, huh? I'm not a fan. I think a big part of it is, I don't know, it's just that it's not all necessarily... The characters, I think, they could be more interesting, but they're, the game doesn't really develop them as much as maybe I'd like. That, and that, I guess that's my complaint, It doesn't help too. their case, but... Um, but yeah, he explains that the the Buster Sword um, represents his family honor, um, and that's why he avoided wearing it down. So it's all the using the blunt end, which is kind of brought yeah, up. Yeah, well, his father went into debt paying for the sword. Come on, I don't. Yeah, I never really understood that part <laughs> either. He why is he using the blunt end? But what side is the blunt end? The one that's not sharp. Yeah. So, but then Cloud does. I don't. So he doesn't. He doesn't dual the blade. Yeah, I get it. So it. So it doesn't. Because well, Cloud Cloud doesn't care at that point. I mean. I just don't. I just. I guess I don't really get, get the significance. About, uh, what? Yes, sir. So I don't really know. So then they meet um, Yuffie in Wu Tai, uh, young uh, Yuffie, 
which is um i mean she's pretty annoying <laughs> yeah so that doesn't help either it's kind of like it's i mean she's they introduce her and it's it's just kind of a throwback but then she kind of then takes part in the missions and kind of provides i mean some of the better missions despite how repetitive they are like some of the dialogue between her and zach is fun and yeah her rewards for her missions are pretty good so why i did i did all of hers why didn't zach kill her Wait, she's, she, she's just a child dude i know but what? It's shinra dude they don't care zach's not honor. heartless dude honor yeah honor dreams <laughs> He's not a monster. He kills everybody else in that facility, and then he just sees that girl. And he's like, "Well, whatever." And the sword. How, how they keep the sword off and on their back? I'm just. Does anyone know magnets? <laughs> magnets. Or magnets. There's a big magnet in the back of that uh, soldier uniform. <laughs> Mako. Mako energy magnets. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the the little mini game that um, after Wu Tai, you know, like, oh the rockets? No, yeah, like the but it, you'd be oh, you, cutting the. Well, yeah, you going through the rockets, but then also going through that fort. Where like you would, you try to get behind the people. Oh, yeah. clumsy. Yeah, I was yeah. very. Yeah, it felt very. I think it was, of its time. Was it Fort? Which, it was like Fort Tamlin or something. That like took way of, too long. A lot of the games. Uh, I just beelined it. I went to one. I went to one thing and I walked out around them. Fort Tamlin. Yeah. I was like, oh, what the what was the point of this? Yeah, I I think I did. I think I fought everything because I was trying to go for the trophies. So which was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I ended up kind of giving up because I was just like with the missions. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to put another 20 hours into this game to get the platinum. It's just torture at this point. I did a lot of the side missions. <laughs> I put 35 like I, said, hours. I got drunk and played side <laughs> missions. That's the way to do it, honestly. But I mean, that's so was almost comical. There's so many comical points. And I think an issue I had, I had an issue I had with this game is it was too stop and go. I felt like you get into it and then it's like, nah, not, not, <laughs> not happening. So it was just that back, like the, I don't know the momentum of it, I guess, or you know the story was going. Um, so then at the end of the Wu Tai part, he fights Zach fights Ifrit, and then um, Sephiroth ends up saving him, which I, I don't even remember that part. That was so long ago since I played it. But then they find out that uh, the several there's soldiers working under Genesis who have been transformed into copies of him thanks to stolen Shinra technology. And then they're unable to find Angeal at that point. So then Zach leaves with Sephiroth. And they believe uh, Angeal is now deserted with Genesis. Yeah, um, what's going on with Soldier is... here? Like, they have, like, this crazy infiltration. Mm -hmm. There's no, but, like, they're, everything's kind of in flux. They're this separate division of Shinra, but, you know, all of a sudden, Genesis, Angeal, Sephiroth, they're just they can just go and do do as they please in between missions. There's like no oversight over for them. Because who's in charge of soldiers? Is it Lazard then? It's, it's Director Lazard. Lazard. Yeah. yeah. Who you only yeah. talk to can by we talk email? about that character for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good name, Lazard. Director was yeah. a director Lazard. It was actually I mean, for one being one of the new characters, it was kinda nice to see like, oh, this is a new Shinra kinda like something you don't really see because you never got to see the head of soldier before. Um in the other game, you only got to see really kind of the remnants of it because like, there was there's enemies in the original game that were soldier, but you never really saw. No, I mean you talked like that. You you know you know who the head of Shinra is, but you don't know who head of soldier is. Sure, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but do we do we even meet him in this game, or is it all just through email? Oh, well, you meet him in, in early yeah, on. Yeah, you talked to him in his in his office. He has the blonde hair, glasses. Oh yeah. Okay, and at, then him. at the yep, end, yep, 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 yep. at the end of the yep. game, he looks like Angeal for yeah. whatever freaking reason. We can talk about that later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought that it was, it was cool to actually see the, you know, the Shinra building and like go and talk to him and, 
um, you know, have it kind of feel like, okay, this is soldier, like, cause we didn't really get to see any of that. And so it, I guess it was nice to see that side of it in this game. Um, kind of one of the things I liked making it feel like I was a part of Shinra. Yeah. But then it felt a little, it did feel a little lacking for it sure. It just made Shinra seem so lame though. I get what like you're just saying. With the email, like yeah. with the writing and, and all the jokes and like, it just like the tone, they, they felt sinister in, in the original seven, this, and kind of like you were saying, like, like Sephiroth and Genesis and Joe can just kind of go off and do their own thing, and because they're what are they? Because they heroes or something? And yeah, something it's like, like Shinra in the original game. You think that they wouldn't allow something like that? No way. Shin, you're right. Shinra in this game feels very like disorganized compared to like how it is in like in seven. So first time playing a Final Fantasy game in a long time. Yeah, I'm sorry. For, for me, <laughs> yeah. For me, playing this game, it was it was fucking confusing because yeah. Yeah. they're adding a lot of elements that I wasn't, and it just seemed like you know the story. Yeah, it was everything was very confused. Like, uh, like what what what's everyone doing? It's like, well, we might do this. It was just a lot of yeah, cha- I just chaos and I don't know. And then the and there's Genesis, there's Genesis like clones and like. Because right, we we we're we're at that point in the story now where yep, we find out we, about we've been discussed, and then Angel just disappears. But we started talking about Hollander at this point. Hollander's no? not introduced okay, at, at this point, but yeah, later. Um, okay. So that's that's the first chapter. Chapter two, um, Zach's having trouble, kind of facing the fact that Angel is is a traitor. Um, right. Then he goes to Benora Village with uh, one of the Turks, um, Sung. Sung. Right. Yep. Who. I don't know. Again, too, he's I, he seemed more sinister in the original game, kind of cooler. And all the Turks said, "No, you, Jake, you like." Yeah, Turks in this okay. Game, I don't. But... I don't. You know, I don't. Final Fantasy story, whatever. I don't know too much about it, but I'm just saying. You know, I got to meet the Turks, and uh, it was badass. You like the Turks? Oh, it was like you know that was the best part of the game. It's like man, like when they first come in there, it's like oh, they're fucking sick. They're they're cool. They don't say just, much. Just wait. And they like the leave in a helicopter. The original, like, yeah. or even in the remake, and especially in the original game. They're super bad, especially like their theme. I love it. Oh, so yeah, no, but that's the, like the theme in this game was a letdown. I didn't really like it too much, but yeah, the, the Turk theme, the Turk. Yeah. It sounds good. Um, so at Benora, the Zach and Sung they find um graves, including those of Genesis's uh foster parents. Um, and the only person Zach can uh, track down is Jillian Hewley, which is Angel's mother. Um, and then at the town factory, um. They meet Genesis. Um, and turns out he's been using the, <laughs> the apple juice factory as his base of operation. <laughs> the old juice factory. The uh, old juice let factory. Me guess. He's holding an apple too. Because I honestly I we're I'm just kinda, holding an apple. Because we played this a few weeks ago, I'm kinda reviewing this off the wiki and I'm just reading this out loud and just makes it Eddie. Sound even more ridiculous than than it was when when I was playing it. But in almost every scene, he shows up and he's always holding up a Nora <laughs> apple. <laughs> well, he's a prodigy. He's, he's proud it's of his glory. apple. He's proud of his fucking it's juice. Kind man. of old glory. I don't know. Um. So then we get some quotes from the the epic poem Loveless, of course. Um. Which we we know that's epic a lot play. of the scenes. Uh. And um. So then Shinner plans to destroy the village, and um. Zach races back to. Uh, Genesis foster mom Jillian, he finds her dead with Angel standing over. Um, that was an awkward moment. Why is that funny? <laughs> it just was awkward. <laughs> it was just weird. 
It, like it didn't feel like. Well, and they don't even tell you that she like kills herself. Right. It right. just it just was like very like. Well, we get there. It's like, it's like oh 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 she's dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did Angel kill her? And then you're like later on in the game they're like, well, no, she killed herself. Killed like, herself. Yeah. Oh. But at the time though, Kazak's questioner and uh, uh, questions him about the court of honor he claims to live by. Um, and then you fight Bahamut. Um, because Genesis summons. Uh, I thought all the summons were cool, though. Yeah, the summons were cool. Bahamut Fury, right? Uh, was it Bahamut Fury at that yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I think the, so. The, the, what the you... like, Mecha Bahamut. Yeah, right. That was a fun fight. They, they just seemed like they just kind of invented their own Bahamut in this one, right? Because Bahamut Fury was never in the never original Never in the... It was Bahamut, Bahamut... Neo. Neo, Neo Bahamut Zero. And Zero, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Genesis appears and summons Bahamut, and then uh, that's when he sprouts the, the wing. Yep, and then the flies wing. away. Great. <laughs> the wing. And he's got a black wing and Angel's got a white wing, right? Yeah, is there any I, I know like symbolism, whatever, but is there any reason why they ex- talk about that? Like I yeah, I, I really don't, so. don't know. I it's think kinda it's kinda like the things we don't talk about. Thing. No one talks right. about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> on, on a stretch here and just from the way they've done their ex- experiments, like both using different different interpretations of the cells in each body is probably why the wings like show the color yeah pure g cells g cells ingested to a fetus and then s pure s cells from genova dr behemoth here dr behemoth (laughs) i like it i like that theory i I mean i mean it just i'm just making trying to make it make sense yeah but it probably has no rhyme or reason no i like it it's very anime yeah um so the town the town's bombed um and zach and song get out of there so that's the end of chapter two um, chapter three, you're back at Shinra. Um, Zach's promoted to soldier first class, um, which felt also felt weird, right? Because it was just kind of like, oh, so you're promoting because there's no one else around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he, he gets a new look though too, right? Yeah, because he's leading the soldiers, which which I don't really. It kind of seems like he's like more sure of himself now, but then I don't know. It seems like he makes some gains as like a character, but then like it goes right back to just being confused again so yeah yeah um but then at this point this is where genesis and his army of clones they launch an attack <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yep oh yeah not the clones oh, yeah attack of the clones man which another just, another final fantasy star wars reference because oh, remember there dude, was yeah. final fantasy 12 and and uh, all the star wars are they, are they in cahoots a lot of people said that well i also when i replayed the beginning of that game i was like okay this feels very familiar to like Star Wars, like rescuing the princess kind of thing, like you know, Sky Pirate, you know, Han Solo kind of thing. But well, and, totally... and it just reiterates what the hell is going on at Shinra, like right, easily infiltrated, easily right. attacked, right? Like, isn't Shinra supposed to be this mega corporation know, that has all the power in the world? I know this is a PSP game, but it really feels like where's the Shinra army? Like, it just feels like flat when they're attacking. It's like okay, there's like five people right. in the road. Yeah, that's one and, of those things you feel like they could have yeah. like, just put in a few more NPCs, or, or even something. just or even just a cutscene where like everything's like going at it. It would feel a little bit more like because we see at the end that the Shinra has. Like they have right. forces. Yes. So like, yeah. where are they? Right. Yes. It would have been nice to show the you know the forces for literally the most it. confusing reasons of all time. <laughs> um. So I'll wait till we get there. So Zach uh, rescues the Turk Cisne. <clears throat> That's where we meet Cisne, and she's I don't know, kind of whatever. Honestly, I know. With all the Turks, she's another new character. She's kind of the lamest. Game. Yeah. We never learned her real name. Oh, she was a new character. She was a new character. She's a new character. Yeah. Okay. So 
don't yeah she doesn't represent the turks she's i was gonna say I've... we never learn her real name oh says oh yeah is there something about that's that? right like... she that's right because he's like is that your real name yeah and what does she say she... she says no and then when she's going out to find him at the very end of the game she's like i never told him my real name and you're like <laughs> fuck what is it <laughs> who right. are you yeah right exactly yeah, we'll see if she comes back. And I she's imagine. also, it seems like she's like a part of this love triangle. Right, because she's the one you find and... out that starts the Zach fan club. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So obviously she <laughs> likes Zach. I'm all about the fan clubs. <laughs> it's <really> funny. <laughs> yeah. It's just, no, it's just, it's really funny to me that they're, that these people are like fans of, I mean, it's just like a, it's like a boy band thing, but they're fans of like these soldiers who are like, like mercenaries who <laughs> kill people. <laughs> and they have like their, they talk about how dreamy they are in the same way that they talk about how dreamy, yeah, that, I don't know, that your your boy band people are. So it's just, it's really funny. Um, What else happens at this point? So Zach is told to uh, hunt down uh, NGL because Sephiroth uh, says he's uh, found him. Um, and then what happens? Um, Sephiroth plans to let NGL escape before the Shimmeret uh, army finds him. And then the two monsters that have Angel's face on their bodies. <laughs> what do you think of those things? Dude. I thought that was ridiculous. Those are so strange. the one monster looks up, then it's like the head. Yeah, like also, when, he, when he actually communicates with them, too. I mean, right. they're, they're creepy. They are creepy. But they're kind of dumb, though, too. Like, it's just like... The face thing I don't get. They kind of remind me of Bayonetta, like enemies from Bayonetta. Oh, uh, the porcelain. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the angels yeah. type mm-hmm. things. So, totally. wait, Angel? Angel? That <laughs> just oh, hit me now. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> Angel Devil, man. Um But uh so then we get introduced to them. Um and then they find the documents in the Genova Project G, which is a branch of the Genova Project that was created uh both Genesis and GL, but was deemed a failure. So you feel like now now we're finally getting to what's starting to tap into the original story. Yeah, newer stuff. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that yeah, for sure. The stuff that at least we know about. So it's like we're starting to connect the dots here. Between like what we've learned so far between Zach and, Ge- and Genesis and the original story of Final Fantasy VII with Sephiroth and Genova. Yep. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Resident Evil. Yeah. The T cell, T yeah. virus, the G virus, the f- fuck whatever, all the viruses. Yeah, these, for sure. These are just these are just. Uh, so would Shinra be the umbrella, they, umbrella they corporation? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, and they mutate. Totally. They mutate into monstrosities. Except they don't produce anything cool like like Nemesis. It's yeah, fucking yeah. Genesis yep. instead. Nemesis. <laughs> 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 um. So Sephiroth thinks that Project G stands for Project Genesis, and then they learn that Genesis is suffering from degradation, um, and slowly dying, dying because of his painted birth. Um. Then we get that cutscene. Um, I think in Junon, where it's like the train exercise and Genesis talking about Loveless again, and then they're cutting through the cannons, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah, that was a cool. It was a cool scene. But that was a cool yeah. scene. Um, which is kind of funny though. Like they, their whole kind of got you with the virtual reality, where you're like, wait, what the hell? They're cutting this, and it's like, oh okay, this is just a, it's just a training exercise. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me see here. Um. Yeah, they're like going all out, and that that was when I was like, okay, this is pretty sick. Like, Angel's the one who wants to keep the peace, but Genesis is at odds with Sephiroth. Cause yeah, right. He kind of wants to. I wish they would have showed that more boy. of that, like just like them just hanging out and like what created their dynamic. Yeah, and like their friendship, their bromance. Yeah, yeah they're kind of rivalry too. Right, but they wrote you know read poetry to each other. 
Come on, that was kind of romantic. Well, I just feel like what we got to see, even though, like, yeah, the poetry stuff's a little lame, but, like, the the, the training stuff was really cool. That was, like, probably one of the cooler parts of the game when they yeah. were fighting in Juno. Yeah. Um, and then he Genesis sustains a wound in his shoulder, um, and he later received a blood transfusion from Angeal. Um, that was overseen by the Shinra scientist, Dr. Hollander. So I think that's our introduction to him. Interesting. So wait, is this what begins his degradation? So the wound wouldn't heal, and that was the start of Genesis' degradation, yeah. Wow. It's um, all Seth fault. Yeah, right? Uh, so then Genesis joins forces with Hollander, who claims that he's going to cure him, but then he kind of ends up using them against uh, Shinra. Um, Genesis confronts uh, Sephiroth uh, and Zack and tries to capture Hollander in the Mako reactor. So Hollander makes this claim that he can cure them, and they believe him, I feel like, the entire game, but, like, nothing actually happens? Like, I just don't really get his... His his character is the most whatever character I've, like, ever is... seen in a character. Like, and his they... design, too. What is he wearing? He's like he's wearing like a summer shirt and like <laughs> and like a sign and like a lab coat. His his design doesn't match like his sinister intentions. Like yeah, no. Yeah, he looks like just a normal dude, like your dad. <laughs> right, he's like this evil. But his character is like uh, they they need his character because he's like you know a prolific scientist that could is the only person that they have access to who may be able to cure them. I I, I Where feel Hojo's like Hojo's like get him back. Well, yeah, I feel like he's. He's basically Hojo for this game. Like, as Hojo was in Pharmacy 7, that's who Hollander is in this game. Like, he, like I just kind of feel like he's that, the, you know, the evil scientist who's, like, behind the right, scenes. but like, not nearly as cool as Hojo. Not nearly as cool as Hojo. Yeah, I got a lot to say about that guy. Yeah. Um, so then Njil arrives and shows Zack his white wings. Um, <laughs> he's all bummed he's becoming a monster. Uh, I'm a monster! <laughs> Zack, kind of the... Good nature guy he is trying to convince me he's not a monster, but he's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But Angel says angels dream to be human. <laughs> One winged angel. Uh, oh man! Some so he refuses to fight just... him, and then Angel sends him down, and that's where he goes, falls down to the Midgar slums, and oh know, god, don't say her name. <laughs> crashes into the no, church. which was totally a rehash of the. The Fantasy Seven scene yeah, again. Yeah, it's just lazy. I I feel like again, start to hate to compare this to Star Wars, but like, it just I kind of just feel like this is just like rehashing what we love and know. Nostalgia and babe. like those are the best parts of the game. Yeah, or just lazy writing to get them. I could, well, they're they're all, the whole thing is like this whole kind of one to one with Zach and Cloud, and and they did that in the original game of just like sure of showing the similarities, but this is like in a way that's like. I think a little bit too repetitious. It's too forced. Yeah, I mean, you do learn a little bit who Aerith is, Aerith, uh, God. before. Um, I don't know, you learn why she starts selling flowers, which that was another one of those things, too, where it's like, okay. I, I mean, felt like that character, Aerith, was the worst part of this game. I can't Jesus tell Christ. you how wow. many times. Ouch. I like it. I'm just saying, this yeah, is like my too. perspective for playing, you know, <laughs> sure. this game, for meeting her, right? That's just, but it was just very, I don't know her backstory. She was just some homeless girl hanging out in a church, in a abandoned church for all I know, <laughs> selling fucking flowers, dude. Well, Aerith, Aerith becomes a lot more interesting. I don't know, um, but not yes. this game. Yeah. I, I just I, met the girl. This, this game, this game does a poor part. job describing her character and like, kind of showing why she's special. And I kind of feel like they only say it 
like, pretty much when she's not around and like they describe yeah, who yeah, she yeah. is and yeah, everything. Yeah, I get it. And I just wish that like they didn't drive that point hard enough home. I wish that they her didn't. her relationship with Zach wouldn't be so forced. Like her him just dropping through the roof, just like what happens with Cloud is just kind of like I don't know. It's like you they're they're kind of it could have been a lot more at least the way it, the way it felt in the original game, it felt more like like they had like a really strong relationship with each other. Um, because it, it's you could tell that like Aerith was like pretty mystified by cloud and like how much he reminded him of right zach um but then in this game it's like they don't the relationship almost almost seems like friendly not so much like it's a serious relationship like you never really get to see them embrace or any of that kind of stuff like it's just kind of like but they don't in in seven seven's still kind of like there's this kind of love triangle that develops but it's also the never like they don't I don't know, they don't kiss, like, or anything like that. I, I, I guess I get that, but I just kind of feel like that they're not really doing anything other than just hanging out and, like, collecting <laughs> flowers and building carts. Right. Very, As friends do, right? Yeah, running around the slums. All the while about being I mean, you can tell, you can tell he cares Turks. a lot about a, a lot about her, and, like, I understand, like, I just, I just think that the initial, like, meeting that they both have just feels a little too forced and yeah. like well, well that's also kind of funny because he falls through and it's not like okay i gotta get back to where i'm supposed to be he's like hey you want to right hang yeah out? he's you like you, oh, you should sell those flowers oh Let's wait how about cart. this hey i'm afraid of the clouds what yeah right well that or afraid of the sky no that me. that's that, kind of, that, that you made kind of, sense that made sense because you find out she was kind of grown up yeah like she grew up in shinra i don't know that well then but the, but, the, but to you it's a funny line but to you she seems like a freak it was she a like weirdo a that was a hang on abandoned you church you don't understand her backstory and oh. she is weird though and she is a little strange but like there's a reason for all that but like but i don't know that to me she like i said just some homeless chick hang out in a church yeah selling flowers all right that's what it felt like but so, she's fully protected at all times you just don't see it you just don't see it they're always watching songs always there they're, yeah all yeah. the turks um but I mean, it's a little too much, like explaining where things come from. So then you get, you find out why she has kind of the pink ribbon in her hair, which would be fine if it was like one thing. But then you also find out why she's selling flowers because then Zach kind of convinced her to do that. It's kind of like them, I think, adding on too much where it's like some of it's best left unsaid. Everything's just, like, just so convenient. They have explained. to explain everything, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I feel that's bad storytelling. They have to tell every little bit. I don't know. I feel like. Well, I feel like again, this game is. I think I might have said this in the part two but i feel like this game is created for final fantasy 7 fans like right. you're supposed to be supposed i feel to... like every time you you hear these little things like you know what happened what what happened to the buster sword or like where the ribbon came from like that that's supposed to make you just be like oh like ooh, like this is great like you know but you know for me it was very like yeah man the storyline was like like very like uh well, like very uh, yeah it for somebody who's played the original game and then played this, I, I kind of just felt like it just it just kind of feels flat. Like it just doesn't really doesn't really matter. I don't know. I've, it, I feel like the mystery was better before, not knowing. Not knowing. Yeah, for sure. So. Behemoth loved it, right? You love the game. Uh, oh, I give it a. <laughs> I give it a six. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Then you find that she's kind of fierce soldier. But then I don't know. Sees the good in Zach, I guess that she's not like immediately re- like repelled by him. But like he reveals, yeah, that she's he's a member of soldier and that his eyes have to glow because he went the under <laughs> the procedure of the Mako enhancement. Um. So then he goes the back to the top of the plate, 
um, due to another Genesis attack. <laughs> I also feel like that's a convenient plot device. Oh, but Genesis attack. Back Here to the is. same environments, like with the and same same enemies too. <laughs> same enemies. Like, ah, you can yeah. A lot of it's probably like due to the budget, but yes. Um, this time they're targeting Professor Hojo, Shinra's head of science department. Um, so Sephiroth is sent to secure the president. Zack is sent to. Hoja's aid and Angel decides to take a uh, take a side and helps uh, Zach. Um, Genesis confronts Hojo, who rebuffs him and claims Hollander as a second-rate scientist who won't be able to cure his degradation. Um, True. M- more quoting from Loveless. Um, mm-hmm. Hojo disregards Loveless and the gift of the goddess as unscientific. <laughs> <laughs> dude i honestly don't even remember like this cutscene. i i kind of like hojo i feel hojo, like he's yeah. kind of just like me like no you're all f- fucking stupid <laughs> hojo's kind of based yeah he's he's good um so angel and zach beat the genesis army out of midgar again um and genesis flies off again summoning bahamut fury for zach to fight so that was bomb that was the second bahamut oh, fight. Okay. that was what it was um all right, I mean, we can kind of skip through things. We don't have to go through everything too much. But chapter five, um, Zach goes to Motoheim um, with Sung. Modeoheim. Uh, Modeoheim, yeah, you're right. And Sung and uh, a Shinra infantryman who we later learn is Cloud. Uh, Cloud oh, Strife. Mr. Mopey. Yep, Mr. Hey, Mopey. Um, hey, I'm Cloud. Hey. <laughs> right. So they're shot down. They're in the snowy mountains. Um, at Modeoheim, they find an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> Oh god. The Jess has been using it as a base. Is it a juice factory? Yeah. Uh was there some more there's some more stealth there too. Another there? base from Genesis oh, god, where he's just doing something nefarious. And now we have Cloud with us. What do you guys think about Cloud and like the way he's introduced? He's um, fine. I mean yeah. he like emails Zach saying how inspired he was by right. his speech yeah. when he meets him and it's a, like again, it just doesn't feel like Cloud. Right. It's, who, it will... who we know, but then you also I mean, I guess you kind of understand Cause a he's little a, bit how yeah. he becomes who he is, but not really. Well, yeah, because he's, he's new in Soldier, and he's trying to be, he's trying to, like, I think he's he's looking up to Zack and, like, kind of seeing him as, in, like, an idol. And so I guess I kind of see that, and, like, in Seven, Zack, or Cloud thinks he's Zack, so he's definitely acting out his persona. But, yeah. But I also feel like Cloud's different than Zack in the original game, so it, I, I get what you're saying. When I first met him, uh, first time meeting him, you know, he's like, oh, he's got grit. Like, he's tough. He's a country boy. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's the impression right. you got a cloud? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, that's they they, the they, they put that across, you know, as far as character development. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. He's got grit. Like, he's got potential. Kind of cool, you know? Um, So then uh, Zach goes into the base because he uh, uh, rescues Hollander from Genesis, who's pissed off at Hollander because um, of his degradation and uh, unable to find a cure for that. Um, so he decided to look for um, Genova cells for a cure. Um, but Hollander uh, says no one knows where Genova uh, is stored, um, which Genova is... Uh, do, do they really get into Genova talking about what Genova is in this game? I don't even remember. Or is it more in, you find out in the, they, the next game? They 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 do talk about it, but it's more like towards the end of, of like when you know the events of Fantasy 7. Right. So I don't think they really, they don't really talk about Genova until like the end of the game. Until later where you find out, yeah. yeah. Um, And then that's where you have the Genesis fight. 
which that was actually, I think, the first time I encountered a little bit of difficulty. I think I had to use, like, poison or something to eventually beat him. Um, but then he falls down uh, into the abyss and is presumed dead. Yeah. Uh, via, like, Emperor Palpatine. Yes. Another Star Wars <laughs> yes. comparison. I hate to do it. But, yes. But no, he's not dead. Yep. Uh, well, also, also compared to Seth Roth, too. Yep. Who, same yep. exact. There's a lot of parallels. Yeah, there, a lot of sure. parallel. Um, and then at the bathhouse that you end up at, Zach finds Angeal and Hollander, and uh, Hollander tells Angeal he is a true success of Project G, having Genova's, Genova's power of the two-way genetic conduit, able to pass on his genes and take in those of other organisms. Um, it turns out the G in Project G stands for Project Jillian, who's named after Angeal's mother. <laughs> Hunter injected with Genova's cells in an attempt to create a human with the powers of the Cetra, which is kind of the ancients as is the other word for them. So basically they're trying to create like fake ancients. Yep. Ancients. 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 Let's not forget the part where you gotta put a clothes on cloud. You hit that part yet or no? In the bathhouse? Right? What? (laughs) (laughs) What game were you playing? Because No, I didn't I didn't play this. It was like a side thing or no, no? don't you remember you had to like he's passed out knocked out and then you gotta go he's that's resting. a mansion that's a mansion it's not later oh yeah oh, that's what you're talking about that's like that's oh, later oh, 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 that's oh, later. i was just too yeah, excited that's later that yeah you're jumping way ahead um <laughs> you're getting way too excited so you find Pressing out angeal didn't kill jillian and she'd taken her own life so that's what you find out at that point yep. um and then Jill wishes he wasn't a monster anymore absorbs several copies and turns into a hideous creature and Jill, uh penance and that's where you get the, the other boss fight. Uh, fuck, this game sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Ouch. Oh, man. Sorry um, if you're a fan. We're, we're yeah, definitely... No, it's just a story. It's just so... Yeah. It's just dumb. Um, so that's when you beat Angeal, and then that's where you get the Buster Sword, um, which then also kind of introduces the mechanic of the Buster Sword proficiency. Uh, what did you guys end up getting your proficiency to? Today? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I completely forgot that even existed. There was two different Re-mention fighting styles, here. right? I'm like, well, this is pointless. This doesn't matter. Just... Yeah, right. Because you could you could switch, and then I I was like, okay, well, why would I do this if I could just keep attacking like I normally do? Yeah, yeah, that was um, really. I'll be honest. I didn't use the sword for seven, six chapters of the game. The... I ju- I just used the magic. magic. I just oh, used sure. magic, magic and abilities. So strong, yeah. It was um... super strong. So then uh, Dr. Hollander is captured and all three major threats to Shinra presumably gone and the Genesis War seems to be over. Uh, <laughs> chapter 6. Um, that's when you end up in Coastal of the Soul. Oh Shinra gosh. sends him to the beach party yeah, to recuperate. Yeah. And then several <laughs> that's Genesis. Get, that's, that's, so the, that's where you get the Zach fan service. Shirtless. So ridiculous. Shirtless and Cisney. And he's oh, fighting gosh. with the, the, um, uh, the umbrella fun, thing. The, the sun yeah, umbrella. The yeah. What was that? I kind of like that. That's, that's, goofy. that's a funny fantasy moment. Fun. It's fun, yeah. I like it. It's Scuba fun. divers. It was a song of the blue. I didn't know when that chapter hit. I was like, what? It caught me out. It was a nice lighthearted kind of moment. Yeah, there's a little bit of fan service going on. We get Cisney in a yep. bikini, and we yep. get Zach with his abs yep. um, shown. But the Genesis <laughs> copies come out of the water. Um, and uh, she thinks that Genesis may be controlling his copies um, from the live stream. <laughs> Which is like another Seth Roth thing. So, yep. Uh, so there then you go. end up in Junon. 
Because that's not. where Dr. Hollander was sent after being taken in Modeoheim, and Genesis and his army wreck enough uh, chaos for Hollander to slip out. Um, I'm trying to remember this part. Uh, You're like chasing him across a yeah, that's bridge right. and that's right. Closed. Do- oh, closed I hate barricade. that part. How did he not freaking catch because you could never catch up to him, or like, <laughs> or he ran, he ran past you. I think you, at one you point. get to the next like... area, and then he's like, and then he like <laughs> jogs away from you. It's yeah. like. <laughs> It's it's like stuff like that just makes it. It makes it feel like a PSP game. Well, that, but then also like, okay, you're soldier fucking first class, dude, right. and you can't even catch this. Like, no, he was an like expert at doing squats. No one said doing like running missions. No, no one said you'd be chasing a yeah, scientist. That's true. That's, that's, true. that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, he chases them through Junon, um, but he's flown to safety by Genesis copies, while Genesis himself, alive but still suffering from degradation, watches on. So why does he want to save him? Because he still feels like he has a chance to to cure him. Um, is it that point where they both working together? Because now this is that this is the point where like Shinra wanted to execute him, right? And then he he's getting broken up by Genesis. But I don't really understand why Genesis is doing that. Because does Genesis still believe that he's going to cure him? It must be okay. I, that must yeah. be wit. Because I I thought he's the only scientist who has the know how to possibly yeah. cure them. And then, is there ever really explained, like, how he knows how to cure them? Is it because of the they need the Genova cells? I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to put pieces together here. Uh, I, yeah, it's basically he is like a hojo, and he has access to that knowledge. Nobody else does, okay. and he's the only one willing to help them. So he that's why they consistently and, Ho- and Shinra wants to destroy Hollander because because he's gone rogue. Because he's gone rogue. Yeah. Okay. Which is another another Star Wars reference, reference, right? Rogue, yeah, Rogue One, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chapter seven. Um, that's when you find the Shinra security robots have been attacking citizens, um, and he finds Aerith in the church. She's ambushed, but then that Angel copy comes and fucking helps out, and then <laughs> it, it shows up in the church rafters. Yeah. Oh, the dog. You communicate with it. The yeah, weird the dog, dog weird thing. I was dog. like, what is this? That was a strange moment. I know, I was just like, uh, <laughs> the, the camera slowly pans over this weird dog thing. I was like... Yeah. Um, so at that point, Sebroth is taking over Soldier, and Genesis is attacking the Mako reactors, and he plans an operation in Nibelheim. Um, so then Zack uh, visits Aerith, that last time, and then you do the flower cart side mission. Did you guys? I think we talked about it a little bit last time, but um, if you go all out and build like the like uh, it's basically like a heavy duty cart, like Shinra thinks it's like a weapon, so it's kind of a funny cutscene. Um, did you make that cart? Did you do it? I did. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know you could. Yeah, yeah I didn't know you could. I, I got just... a medium one. I know there's different rankings. It's all the parts that you gather. So like if you're picking up the parts, like some of them are just like hang out in the slums. That you might get some from people, but yeah, it's kind of a little side mission. Um, there were some side stuff that were, I guess, mildly entertaining, but like a flower cart, building a flower cart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. No, I did like the drip one for the perfume. Paying attention to the amount of drips, that was kind of fun. Did you guys do that? On the no, date? sounds like you really enjoyed this game. <laughs> like building that cart. All right. Okay. Well, let's go on. Um, chapter eight. That's when you end up in Nibelheim, which was. I think we kind of talked about a little bit before one of the highlights of the game, just because you get the vibes of seven and it's cool to, to be in that iconic town. Um, and, and, and really just kind of play playing those events. events. Yep. And like 
get to getting to experience it and it's nice that you uh, you can go see cloud and his mom and um just kind of go through the town yeah it was a nice but you don't see his mom you don't see his mom in this one you don't no, no i tried can you read the email and as he as he goes as you get into the town he's like you can go see your family and stuff and so i ran around the town there's not a single door you can go into Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you talked. Oh, I thought. I thought I read somewhere where that. I, I mean, I, I didn't do it myself, but I thought that. Um, I thought that because because you can read an email later that says, "Hey, come over and eat dinner with my mom tonight." And I was like, "Oh crap, I missed that." I, yeah, no, I, 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 I went and did tried, and you couldn't. Oh, so that's just like a teaser. Oh, yeah, lame. Yeah, so then they're they're led to the um reactor, um by Tifa. Who's right. a guide at this point, which is all kind of following the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloud doesn't kind of reveal who he is. What do you think of that outfit that make you feel kind of warm and tingly? It's the same outfit as... Same as outfit I know, but I just met her. Wearing... I just met her. There's a chick <laughs> it's, wearing a hat. It's, it's uh, abs what, what, looking real skirt. cute and fine. What would, you, what, would you call, um, what would you call the outfit? Cowboy guide? Cute western. <laughs> kawaii, uh, I'd say, kawaii cowboy uh, guide? Maybe, maybe southern twang. Southern Twang. Southern twang. You can really the soundtrack kind of has Southern Twang. You can really see the lack of budget in that section where they just stop animating anything. It's just a montage of pictures. Like oh, yeah. Them yep. standing in front of the mansion. Them take, walking up the one side of the Yeah, I, I, was a little, I was a little bummed that we weren't like going through the mountains and stuff. And, like, was well, are, I mean, a little bit. A little bit, but, but not. It's just a short path. It's yeah. short, and it's, it doesn't really, like, in the original game, it feels way bigger. Yeah, and, well, they're able to do it with just creating those environments and even though the line it is like somewhat linear in the original it's not like you're really like boring the mountains but it there's a better sense of scale right for sure yeah um so at the reactor they find monsters created by overexposure to uh mako and then that's when sephiroth finds a tank labeled Genova. um and uh genesis appears until <laughs> sephiroth is born out of Genova project yes um so it's all genesis's fault yep he's the person who causes south thought to go mad no not yet no, no well, not he's yet. the one who kind of start who he's the one who lights the flame yeah you could say he's the bad yeah. apple Ooh, which is go. another another star wars reference yep um, why what? i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they have apples in star wars <laughs> So then, let's see here. Sephiroth can't create copies of himself and thus doesn't degrade. Genesis asks for Sephiroth's genetic material to help him cure his degradation. Seen as uh, Sephiroth is the perfect monster created from the Genova Project, um, but Sephiroth rebuffs his old friend. And then with his past in doubt and Genesis' words and questions, Sephiroth descends into the local Shinra Manor basement and reads Professor Gas uh, files on Project S. So that's where he kind of finds out everything about it, yeah, and kind of goes mad. Mm-hmm. Um. So Sephiroth comes to believe that Genova is a Cetra and the last of their race and the rightful heir to the planet, blaming the extinction of the Cetra to the humans who abandoned them during a time of need. Driven to insanity by the flawed knowledge of his birth, Sephiroth goes on a rampage and torches Nibelheim, um, which this is all kind of iconic scenes from, Wait, from the original so game. so Genova is a Cetra? Uh, that's what he believes. Oh, okay, he believes. Yeah, he believes she is. Yep. Um, and, like, to be honest, like, this is the... M- interesting part of the game and i wish we would have maybe dealt a little bit more with like seth roth trying to figure out where he was from instead of it just being kind of dropped on him by genesis all of a sudden like i felt like it would have felt a little bit more if you would have spent more time with seth roth and like maybe start to see why he would like question his own but it's cool in the original though because it's like 
Sephiroth discovers That's the true. files, he, he and then does. he's in there like for a while, and then he's driven mad. So it's not, it, to me, even though like the length of the scenes maybe like was the same, to me it felt like there was I don't know just more of a kind of better explanation for him turning. Where this one seems more. Sudden. That's true. It kind of just shows like why he would get the idea to like go and read and figure out like where he came from and whatnot. Yep. So he goes crazy. Um. Yeah find out kind of how he actually came to be and then ends up kind of burning the whole village down um killing most of the people which I, what happens like the villages burn but then you're villages there and down. they're like we rebuilt yeah it, so the shinra like, com- comes back and just rebuilds it piece by piece replaces all the people but it's all the same it's all the same it looks exactly the same <laughs> yeah. so, i was so confused I, and then, i remember in the original game that confused the heck out of me too yeah because i was like okay so this village burned but it looks exactly the it same looks exactly the same but apparently shinra went in and did a a plus job on mimicking what yeah, the town used I to guess, look like yeah, for sure well and that's after however long zach and cloud were you know put in those capsules or true yeah that's true um so then zach goes up to the the reactor where sephiroth is trying to free his mother Genova from the tank which is fucking awesome scene in the original game too just mm-hmm. the, the fmv um then he hurts tifa um at that point and then he kind of kicks zach's ass and then cloud arrives and catches him off guard He's pissed off about his mother dying because of the village burning down, and then also Tifa getting hurt. So then Claude throws Sephiroth into the live stream along with the Genova head he was holding. Which I really don't like this scene in this game because the music sounds, it's just piano. And it's like, man, you have like one of the best, like, bad guy themes, and you're not using it. Like, like, because remember in the original game, when Sathroth gets thrown off by Cloud and so he's like, what the hell? And the music's like right. picking up at like the perfect time. Yeah. This time it's just like mad piano. Yeah. And it's like, I don't. It kind of freaks out a lot too. I'm like, well, I don't know. It was I, a like, I, I get it. It's like Sephiroth insanity, but like it would have been, it would have been nice to hear that, you know, classic theme, especially during that epic moment. Totally. It looked cool. Yeah. It looked cool. Um, so then he falls down, yeah. Uh, Professor Hojo takes Zack and Cloud's beaten bodies and starts a new experiment to create Sephiroth clones to test his reunion theory. So then they're infused with Sephiroth cells, but are deemed failures and left lying asleep in tank for four years until Zack is awoken by what seems to be in jail. Um, Zack is a soldier and resistant to uh, Mako due to the soldier process. He has the strength to drag himself and a katonic cloud out of a rebuilt Nibelheim through the ranks of Shinra soldiers. Um, and then to ease Cloud's recovery from Mako poisoning, oh, Mako poisoning, Zach lends Cloud a soldier first class uniform. And yeah, you, you gotta find that outfit. It's That's a right. game. Yep. You, you gotta, gotta find it. it. Does that. it state that you're in there for four years? No. In that room? I don't think it I know does. later in the game, it's like, he's like, four years? They didn't really drive that point home, I felt. Yeah, it didn't seem like no. there's no obvious. Like, I don't remember that yeah, either. I don't remember that. Um, that's the end of chapter eight, which yeah, that's kind of the the peak of the game story wise, I think. Um, because then the rest is kind of wrapping up. Chapter nine, Zach and Cloud escape um to the countryside and they meet up with Cisne, and then she's kind of talks about how she's supposed to kind of capture them because Shinra's looking for for Zach. Yeah, because Hojo has Cloud, yep. deemed them fugitives. Yep. Um, but then she doesn't end up giving them up because she's 
she's got that crush crush on Zach. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, hey, dude, that mullet. Yep. Zach and uh, Cloud are on the run, and they get rid of Genesis and his copies again. There you go. Um, there they are. Because they're infused with SLs, Genesis wishes to take the two to stop his degradation. Um, a Genesis copy tests Genesis' plan by eating the lock of Zach's hair. But it's a copy to a monster. <laughs> what was that? He's like, ah, and grabs his hair. I was like, what? It was so strange. Yeah. That yeah. Was a, that, that was a strange was, moment. Yeah. I didn't. That was a very weird moment. Which is super weird because, like, he's already, like, in mid degradation four years ago. So, like, how's they, he? They never decided to try and steal them in this entire right. four years. Yep. He's just turning more gray and gray and cracked looking. Yep. Yeah. And then the, ja- the jacket, not as fresh. No, yeah, his, ja- like brown. his jacket's like yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, they're like, oh god. Well, we missed a part. We missed talking about a part earlier. It was like Lazard, fucking. Oh, that's right. Embezzled a bunch of money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he betrayed Shinra, and you know, now him, now Genesis, Lazard, and Hollander are all. Yep. Now they're all in cahoots. They're all in cahoots and all effed up from messing with all these G cells in their bodies and stuff. Yep. Um so then they go back to Gungaga, which is Zach's hometown, to see his parents. Um but Sisney tells him not to go because it's going it's too obvious and Shinro would expect it. Um so Genesis and Hollander, who's now a Genesis copy himself <laughs> attack and that's when Zach beats Hollander's ass. Finally. Yeah, finally get rid of that. God damn it. I was that was very fulfilling to kill him. Yeah. That was the best fight in the was game. Easy uh, too. I agree. And the was, slugs running around. Yeah, a little yeah. slug man. And then that bust out a giant missile. That was the best fight in the game, I feel. Um the person that Zach that was Angel who protects him and Cloud is actually we find out director Lazard and now an Angel copy dying of the same degradation Genesis and his copy suffered. That from. was that was a weird moment. It was a weird when he shows twist. up looking like Angel. It's like what? Come what? on, like because at first I was like, is this Angel? And then it's like, yeah. wait, no, no, it's not. And then I don't know, man. They could have. That was a weird choice. It's, just, it, it's, it's super confusing. Yeah, when it, we have all these copies and and it it just. I don't really get it. Like, it's kind of like, okay, maybe if Lazard looked a little bit like Angeal, but he doesn't look right. anything like him. It's literally the same model as yeah. Angeal, just colored differently. Just colored differently. It's yep. just, it's weird. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Frig Kingdom Hearts. Sure. And the Heartless. Yeah. Just the massive amounts of just sure. confusing enemies. And, yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is good. So, uh, Lazard has inherited Angel's feelings of honor and a wish to save the world, which is why he's helped Zach. Uh, that's the <laughs> Kate, are you okay? Are you crying over there? This is so bad. I'm ashamed to like Final Fantasy VII. God damn it. <laughs> no, but this is complete separate. I don't feel that bad. Um, you keep telling yourself that. Chapter 10. This is the last chapter of the game. Um, so he finds out where. Genesis has been hiding, or Zach kind of thinks about it because he's holding that fucking apple, the Benora white apple. Though so he must be hiding out in Benora the whole time. Um, so he leaves Lazard uh, with Cloud and then finds uh, the cavern beneath the crater land that used, uh, land that used to be Benora Village. And the land is uh, inundated with a life stream whose power makes the apples ripen on the surface. It's kind of a cool looking area, though. Um, yeah. The end there. Mm-hmm. Um, life stream, that iconic green is 
pretty cool. Um, so Zach finds Genesis' old hideout he used as a child and learns Genesis's childhood dream was to share a Benora white apple with a soldier hero Sephiroth. Um, War of Loveless is engraved upon stone tablets uh, within the cave that tell a short story of a group of three friends who go on the search for the gift of the goddess, taking on the roles of a hero, a traveler, and a prisoner. Um, the prisoner escapes and is critically wounded only to end up in the care of a woman from the enemy faction whom he falls in love with. He lives a peaceful life but is tortured by a promise he made to his friends. Um, so Zack finds Genesis hiding at the end of the cave with the statue of the goddess holding the goddess materia. Um, and he claims the epic poem Loveless is now to be fulfilled as the three friends. Um, the epic speaks of a reunited with Zack inheriting, inheriting uh, Angel's will and Sephiroth's cells. Genesis absorbs the material power, transforms into Genesis' avatar, and engages Zack. Zack defeats Genesis' avatar, and Genesis returns to human form. Um, <laughs> Undi- undegraded, by the way. Undeg- <laughs> He's like completely better. Right, that's right. And this is after... This is after that's he... because the goddess material, though, right? Well, yeah, this is after he sees Minerva the personification of the planet. Yep. New character. Which then you, that's like a, yeah, new character briefly. Yeah. And then it's also like the final boss of the game. Um, so Zach, uh, or justice fight Zach defeated, of course. Um, and he finds himself in a place full, filled with life stream and sees the statue turn into the goddess herself. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. I feel like at the end it gets a gets a kind of it, turns into like a well, fever dream. Yeah, it's like it because it shows her like his like soul getting ripped into the life stream. Yep, and then his body falls, and then so I thought he was dead, and then so Zach's like, I'll pick him up and bring him up. They put everybody up on the chair together. They got Genesis on the left, Cloud, Toxicosis, Comatose yep. boy on the chair, and then um angel copy on the other side of the chair and then other angel copy hey, right. dog bird dead oh, god and then so he, he puts apples and gives them to all of them and they're like hey let's have an apple we'll finally taste it and then you find out that genesis actually isn't dead quite yet because i thought he was dead at in the cave and then zach's like we got to get out of here dude i don't even know if i remember angel the uh lizard's like I don't know if or like, like this I, part before this. This part, I don't know if I had to run upstairs and take oh. care of the bagels. Well, Zach's, Zach's, like, Zach's upset that the Angel copy the dog thing is dead because they thought that was like, you know, the last piece Bless. of Angel. Yep. Uh, Lazard was basically just dies right there. And yep. Genesis is talking about Loveless again to Zach about the first, the prologue of. Or no, he makes. This is when he makes up his own verse. And uh, Zach picks up Cloud and dips, and then the, a page of Loveless flies back. And That's right. Written, and then, it's written on with the life stream. Yeah, and then yeah. the helicopter that shows up and picks up Genesis. That's at the very, very end. Oh, but the yeah. very, very end. Okay. But yeah, we, can, we can wait, I guess, to discuss it. But yeah, then, then they escape in a truck. Um, you find out they're still fugitives, even four years later, because he realizes... Well, he gets a letter from uh, Lazard 
it's from Aerith saying, this is my last letter I'm sending you. It's been four years. And Zach's like, what the, the hell? The 84th letter, I believe. A- 88th letter. 88th letter. Yeah. Thank you. And the final one. And uh, final Sang one. sends out uh, sends out his boys to go find him and bring him back alive because he has mm-hmm. those letters to give him. Um, Aerith's now in her, you know, very familiar garb that we've seen her in Final Fantasy VII with. You're... I'm I'm really confused about the time jump, and and why Shinra is still searching for me when searching for them when they they I don't know. Well, they broke out as subjects from Nibelheim. Yeah. So yeah. I'd imagine that puts a target on their back because Hojo wants to get him back. But at the same time, like Hojo is like sent the entire army after True. them. Yeah. And shoot to kill not anything else after Zach like went above and beyond like the call of duty for Shinra. Mm-hmm. It just seems so I, I had to read up on it because they talk about like the complex power dynamic and hierarchy that's within Shinra and Hojo is like just about as much authority as the president basically, which is very strange, but to just like deem cloud and, Zach like fugitives, straight up fugitives for, for no reason without even like giving him an explanation mm-hmm. because their failed experiments just kind of seemed. Uh, it just seemed like really, really forced to get a result, and then in the end, you know they make it basically to the outskirts of Midgar. Zach puts Cloud behind a rock, and mm-hmm. then Zach walks out and goes and fights. You know. Hundred kind of cool. Hundred Shinra like soldiers actually fighting. Yeah, and you actually get to fight them. You're yep. dodging missiles from the ship. Very Red Dead Redemption. Yep, I I do like this um this part of the game. It's a good ending. It's cool. It's kind of like a cool um I don't know. Because you're because I mean, you're actually kind of playing through. Yeah, it's yeah. just a strange machination. Like why Zach is why why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you want someone like that back to do your bidding? Mm-hmm. Instead, they just like. Is it because they're just trying to eliminate all soldiers? I don't know. Or like, is soldier? I I can't remember. Is soldier still around in seven? Yes. Yeah, they are, but I don't think that they're as as big as like what they were here. Okay, but like um, Zach being so so juiced up, like, why would you want that asset for yeah for your company? I, I, it just I, seems strange. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He knows too much. I think he knows too much, kind of thing, and because he's a escaped thing he just deems his yeah it, it is Wait, weird there's saying, a lot of well then he's a monster he's a monster for how big all these characters are supposed to be like or that they're not mentioned in regular seven kind of scares me though for remake that they're gonna let some of this bleed into the well then let's talk about what happens at the end here yeah the end of the after after zach uh you know basically gets gunned down and then gunned down again and then gunned down again and then basically line and blood shot in the head Cloud crawls up to him and he's still not dead. Like he's just he just won't die. It was nice to see some blood though. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not very often Final Fantasy you see yeah, blood. Yeah, and um, it, it was kind of weird that this scene has blood, but then the rest of the game doesn't. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's like okay, dramatic. so you, they saved it for dramatic. It's like yeah, you want to have the dramatic effect, but I feel like the game would have felt a little more real. If, it would have yeah. felt more Rick. We would have seen some blood here. Right. And there. Well, they're using the blunt end of the buster the sword, so. <laughs> that's right yeah. <laughs> but then it shoots sure. back to Aerith, and you can you can tell she she knows something happened Senses. to zach she can kind of sense it in yep. the in the live stream or ether or whatever um her connection to the earth 
um, Zach says you need to live on for the both of us. You're like, you're my living legacy and living gives legacy, him the Buster yep. Sword. Yep. And then so Klaus like... Buster Sword, no, it just gets passed on. It just keeps getting passed on and, and Cloud, you know, being such a... Admiring Zach so much, he, he accepts it and goes on his merry way. Well, and Jill descends from the sky... Yeah, as and, an angel to bring Zach into the live stream. Yeah, 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 that happens. Very, very, <laughs> very poetic. And then after that, mm-hmm. a helicopter pulls up to uh, d- dead or almost dead Genesis, and uh, two soldiers get out. It looks like two soldier first class uh, get out of the helicopter and pull him in. Uh, one of them's got a red materia on his belt, and that's kind of where that part ends a piece of paper flies and hits the bench genesis's uh verse that he adds to loveless gets added to the bottom of the page through like a life stream Mm -hmm. weird disney disney mickey drawing effect with a wand (laughs) um and then you're kind of left to wonder you're kind of left to wonder what that what's what's that all about yeah okay so who is it that picks him up is it shindra it is. It it should be soldiers. That's what they're dressed as. Okay, so they are a soldier that picked him up. I don't know, but they don't really. I guess they don't really like. They just kind of leave that up. Like, well, then what happens to him, and why did they pick him up? And Who picks like, up. Yeah, those Cloud? two characters talk in the helicopter. Like, well, this must be a big deal if they had to send us. Yep. So this needs to be other soldier first classes. Must be something, some sort of special. Did you guys ever play Dirge of Cer- Cerberus? Any, no. any, either, any of you guys? Uh-huh. No. Okay, so I've played that game. I mean, I don't know if oh, yeah. I'm going to spoil the, that part, but I don't know if you're ever going to play it. But basically, there's this, there's this part called Deep Ground, which is this. Oh yeah, Weiss. Weiss, and yeah. I and I I think the guys that picked him up kind of look familiar to the Deep Ground guys. Yeah. And so it made me feel like, okay, so... so it, prob- I, it probably is them. I think Genesis had something to do to, with with uh, Dirge of Cerberus. I spent such a long time since I played that game. And Weiss is a boss fight in. Sure. In so, yep. do you think that any of these new characters are going to be in Rebirth? Yes. Probably. Probably. Probably, I mean, just, probably just Genesis. With, I mean, it's, it's squared. They can't help themselves. Do you think that, like, the name rebirth what do you think that's going to be significant to yes okay yeah we cannot say it because you two have not played it. i know but i'm i'm starting to like put connections to the dots here and making me feel like okay like something's come something's going on here because it's like why is it called rebirth why is it so significant to you know tell the story again in you know, introduce why Genesis is rude and, and a behemoth looking at each other, <laughs> eyeing yeah, each I, other things. <laughs> we, just, we just know what it means. You know things. We know a bit. We know what yeah. it all means. You just, you just can't tell you because it's too much of a spoiler. No, no, that's okay. You don't have to. I, I it's it's more of a spoiler than what we're talking about for people who would listen to this. Yeah, behemoth no, has good. a giant grin on his face. I mean, I'm on. I'm gonna replay remake before the next one comes out. Yeah, I probably should do. But yeah, I mean, so the game wraps up though with yeah. kind of the basically an intro leading right into Final Fantasy VII. I think it even uses the it uses the, the new FMV from yep. FF7 remake, mm-hmm. which I, I didn't know if they're going to tweak anything, but no, it's just the exact same. Yep, mm-hmm. I I even looked into it. Yeah, there's no real tweaking of the anything, story yeah. to fit 
fit remake at all and just other than the post credits it doesn't uh, say intro. continue the story in final fantasy 7 yep yep yep, yep. yeah so yeah. i mean it, I, clearly we did not enjoy that game <laughs> i mean there were aspects of the game that were enjoyable and characters that were you know bearable but the game itself it definitely hurts the source material that it comes from uh, more than it helps. Like it's cool to see where Zach came Zach from cool. and where he goes, but Sephiroth, Genesis, and Jill, everything like, else it hurts. Everything else it really mm-hmm. it really affects that to a degree. Where Shinra, yeah, Shinra yeah. even too. Like, like Sephiroth's not too bad because he's he, not too bad. He's not really involved too much. He's until, not like, reading loveless, and he's so. not reading loveless. Yeah, yeah but I get what you're saying. Like I I kind of feel like. He and cloud, is, he is still in that trio. Cloud's fine too because this is kind of who you know, or you, what kind of you find out about Cloud from the original game too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone else is kind of. I mean, Aerith is fine too, despite how much you didn't like her, Jake. I don't know. Yeah. So if I want to understand the lore more, play Final Fantasy VII and everything. What's the proper order? So I just played this game. What's next for me to understanding the full Final Fantasy fantasy? Final just play Fantasy Seven. No, don't play, play remake. remake. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 I guess. Uh, Behemoth, what should I play to, to, I to mean, understand the you, lore? If you're really going to dedicate and play the whole game, then you could. But I think if you're if you if you find it hard to play older games, I don't know if you still do. Then I would just play remake. But I think seven holds up, in my opinion. Watch a playthrough of Final Fantasy seven and then play the remake. I just play it. Just play play both. Yeah, yeah, play both. Yeah, I'd play the original. Um, so go back to the original, and then from there maybe play the remake or no? Yeah, remake. I play the original. It, it's really just like all the supplementary material for Final Fantasy VII didn't do anything to really help it grow or develop anything further. It was just like, if you want more Final Fantasy VII, this is what you, this is what we got. I think it was disappointing too because a lot of people thought we were going to get something like remake back then when this compilation came mm-hmm. out, and it was just kind of like a letdown. It was mm-hmm. just all just kind of like filler material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like kind of unnecessary stories that no one really asked for, or characters that no one really cares about, and yeah, didn't really talk about like backstories that people would have wanted to hear about, or like I was saying, I would it would have been nice to hear Zach's backstory before he got initial soldier, or maybe just Hethroth's, you know, when he was growing up or whatnot. It, it just well, they, a lot of, a lot I just of feel it. like they're just they're introducing in yeah. and in Genesis, and in, like a lot of it's in the emails too. So if you're not right. like reading the emails and some of them are optional like you have to talk to certain people to get them so that's kind of a, a not a good design no choice either so i mean no. i can't speak for like final fantasy 13 at all but like at least 10 like this 10 2 was successful to some degree in like wrapping up that story and closing a bunch of Closing a bunch of like loose ends. Yeah, but they made Yuna into a pop star. I know they did, but <laughs> like, like, but like all the supplementary stuff for seven, like they could have easily made a sports game, Final Fantasy Blitzball I'm sports down. game True. that was a prequel to to ten, leading up to all that stuff. But yeah, some things. I mean, you just gotta. Th- there's a reason why there's just the game and there's no extra. Like thirteen, they made three games, and I mean, I don't know how other people who played them feel, but for me, an absolutely like ignorable, forgettable thing. All three mm-hmm. of them, or just well, yeah, just because like 
what kind of narrative are you trying to tell that is going to be better than what you tell in seven in eight, nine, ten? Well, I think I feel like a lot of people that's what those a lot are people for. say that thirteen two and three are better than the first one, and that like kind of yeah, you're right, you said it just kind of closes up the the loose ends from the first one, yeah. Or, it's finishing the story and yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, and I think that's why I'm not really interested in playing any of them. Cause it's like, I don't want to get myself invested into like a three part when it's like all the other final fantasy are one game and they tell the story and they, just as, just as good. And just, I don't know. Well, and lightning's not, she's not likable. I mean, but I mean, a lot of characters protagonists aren't likable initially. I'm sure. I think she gets better, but it's not like, I don't know the the whole character group. I didn't kind of gel with. That's a, a I, the, I think thirteen is one of those games that I turned off after like maybe five hours because I was like, I can't do this. I'm not. I think I'm I not being into it at all. I think I didn't even start it because there was like some controversy about the the like really bad stereotyping of characters like racially. Really? I think I thought Saz was done yeah, well. I think people. I think people are like Saz. I think it's. I think there's more of that with like Barrett. I think with seven people. Yeah. Felt, but is that okay? Yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know. But Saz, I think people, I think people enjoy reacted pretty well. Yeah. Too. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think Final Fantasy was kind of in a weird place mm-hmm. during this They're between yeah, the dark, uh, between like the twelve ages, and yeah. they're trying to catch lightning. Twelve and even even now today, I feel like they just kind of had weird. Well, because of online turning things around, I think that's been sure. positive. And, yeah. But I mean, think about it with like fifteen. And like fourteen was a disaster when it originally will be, came honestly, out. Will be so fourteen was a disaster. When it Think came about out. it. So that's thirteen was thirteen had some had three games to finish the story. <laughs> it's been a while. Fourteen had a horrible launch. Fifteen also had a weird launch. So Final it's like, fans have and, had it rough for a while. And they had to add an entire chapter. But I, you know what? You know the thing is too is out. that we're all old fans. Like talking about this, I feel like younger fans they love. 13 they love well, I don't know. oh yeah they, they love 13. 15 i think they love 15 maybe yeah, i've like seen 15. at least what i've seen online it seems like a lot of the like younger fans like definitely really maybe that's the promise that they grew up with was like 13 so and I, yeah, yeah and i'm not just ban them it and seems I don't like they really like it from people no but i just think that like us as old fans they just think For that sure. we have different expectations right and like we we, we just want one be. one complete like great story because that's what we're used to with like we haven't got six seven eight nine you know I guess maybe I should include eight in that, but <laughs> last Final well, Fantasy I great. played was a I love eight. Triad, baby. I love eight. It's just a little. Did you ever play ten? Yeah, incomplete. What Final Fantasy ten? Yeah, I love ten too. Okay, that yeah, good. that's the last one I ten played. A, actually, that was a great. Story. So with Final Fantasy ten to Crisis. Twelve is a good story. Yeah, that might have been a little yeah. weird for you. Yeah, twelve's not bad. I mean, that that goes, not bad. jumps back into the tactics I've Alice. But twelve even engine. had like a weird launch too, where like didn't. Didn't somebody leave like halfway through the production yeah. and like Walton well, Van didn't have nipples? And it was really controversial. <laughs> Big problem. Well, and the fact that I don't know the story. The story in that game drops off. We've talked, yeah, we've decently. talked about it. But, um, but that's yeah, that's it. Um, for spoilercast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I think next time I'll definitely try to actually take notes during the playthrough because yeah, since it's been so long, I just forgot honestly a lot of it. Or Probably try a good to thing to forget, huh? Suppress it from my mind like Cloud, Cloud did. Yeah. <laughs> it was a defense mechanism. I'll tell you what you didn't forget. <laughs> building a cart and making perfume. That's right. <laughs> if there's any you guys other... missed out. Some of that side content was fun. If there's any other previous games you want us to maybe jump back into and talk about, um, we can definitely do that, too. Yeah, we can definitely try. Bloodborne, but... we will. We'll do it. 
some point. Maybe and next Halloween, huh? I think we'll, we're all committed we'll to Chrono Trigger. What do you think next Halloween, Behemoth? I mean, I already beat it. <laughs> many, <laughs> many, many, many times. Ready? I'm ready when you are. Maybe beating it for the 17th time wouldn't, wouldn't hurt you, you know? All right. That's, uh, that wraps it up. Um, yeah. Loveless. Yeah, greeting. Oh boy. She want me Farewell. to close it out with a... Farewell, Loveless. <laughs> I, I think we've done enough harm. Just, I'm going yeah, to get out of here. Oh, right, Rob's got something. Oh, honor, dreams, <laughs> hero. Think about it. 